right, so let's. Uh, first question is really, um, who is Josh? Who is Elise? All right, I'll start first. Um, so I've been a personal trainer for about 10 years now. I did have a big hiatus where I just went and found other jobs to pass the time and get paid per hour. Uh, about three years ago now, I decided to get back in the industry and make a difference with group training rather than one-on-one. So I started a little boot camp and it's going from there back into the business. So feeling good, almost working full-time and think fit now, probably be one or two more months. Awesome. And Elise? Yeah, I guess mine comes off the back of that. So I've always had a general interest in health and fitness, dance, sport, everything. And then um, when Josh did step back into the boot camp, he um, was a little bit more successful than he thought he was going to be and um, kind of needed a helping hand. So, of course, you know, reach out to your sister and convince him to do a course, smash it out in a couple of months. And um, I actually fell in love with it and I absolutely love the impact you could have on people. So, um yeah, we just thought, okay, we can make this so much bigger and from Bussy's bodies to Fit Fit. And, you know, for now indoors, I've just recently quit my full-time job in the office to be here full-time um, and absolutely loving it. So, yeah, it's great to do your passion full-time. Um, and let's just talk about a bit more about both of your backgrounds. So that's the that's the professional side of things. Um, and at least you just said, you know, you get to now follow your passion um how important is, has has sport and fitness been to to each of you um growing up oh it's it's the reason why we do team training i think um, josh and i have always been in sports since a young age um i started dancing when i was five years old and um every weekend was pretty much filled with um competitions going to the Stedfords, and i just love the environment of being around people um and having a great impact of the team um, and I just, yeah, it just felt right running team sessions, the team camaraderie and just the enjoyment on people's faces um, just excites me. And, um, yeah, I definitely, sports just, it's just an easy, easy way to get out, feel good and make friends. Um, it's just, yeah, over, overall it's just an amazing feeling to be around people and definitely, um, yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't do anything else. Me, yeah, I started at age four, so it was just um, soccer to start off with, and then a bit of baseball. I'm pretty sure I've played every single sport yeah. on the planet. Uh, ping pong? Yeah, I played ping pong. We had oh, ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> just giving everything a go. Yeah. Um, mixed netball, netball, just if I could get out of class and play sport, I'd be doing it. Our parents were up for every Reg OP possible. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, just a love for it. I mean, um, as you get a little bit older and injuries happen, you start a business, you don't get to play as much team sport as you'd like, but this offers the same possibilities. Um, and we'll dive back into this, this being ThinkFit in a second. But before we just get one more little background question I like to ask is um, like what's a, what's a trivia-like uh, fact about each of you um, outside of playing all, of, all sports under the sun? Um, what's something, you know, if you're at a pub, playing pub trivia, someone would be like, oh, my God, I wasn't expecting that at all. I tend to think I'm not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. I, I think it has become my life and that's all I talk about. So. Yeah. Oh, gee, you got me on the spot there. I, I guess, yeah, for me now, just from reading and learning, I guess the rabbit holes that you end up tending to go down, it's um, the personal development sort of space, so. 
some things people probably wouldn't expect by just looking at me and then the topics you end up talking about. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but like when I met you guys, I was like, wow, here's some like really great personal trainers doing some really cool boot camp things. And then we got chatting and I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm in Shrek and I'm peeling back all these layers of onion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I think we get that from our, our, our parents. Our parents are very sociable, always dragged us out as kids, and I think they're even out more than us now, still enjoying <laughs> their life better than us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just like to get to know people. and I guess my thing is I, for some reason, try to help people. So I like to see if there's any way I can try and help them out. Awesome. Um, so that's who you guys are, and that's, that's really great, but you're doing some pretty amazing things up there in Sydney. Um, let's talk about ThinkFit and that journey from was it Bussy's bodies is that yeah what it's evolved from yeah so you know how every trainer seems to love to think about themselves so use their use their name and fitness name. and everything else <laughs> yeah uh, that's where we started so it was Bussy's bodies our last name or busy body <laughs> yeah so it never translated well but it was <laughs> stuff like people realized me um come down and realize police involved and then we realized you can't you can make a bigger impact when you make it not about you. You make it something bigger. Um, being on this self-help journey, I realised it's all about mindset. So that's where the Think Fit came in. Um, it's been last April we launched this Think Fit. So it's probably launched with about 20 people. Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, it's just grown immensely since then. Being in the coaching group with you, yourself, and by all the other people, learning yeah. from everyone else. And people just really getting behind the message we're trying to teach people. It's, it's not about how much like going all out. It's not all or nothing. It's the always something approach. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for us was once we did enter Game Changer, um, it became all about purpose and impact. And we knew that like, from buses, bodies to a, from a hobby to um, what we are now, it's, it's allowed us to impact so much more people, them seeing the brand. The brand's bigger than us now, um, you know, and just people are the, the environment is what they come for, the culture. And um what we're now at hundred We just did hundred members. So hundred members. So we've only been open in our facility for since June first. June first. So really awesome. Yeah, do you have people who you've trained who are just now looking at where you are and just going, Wow? <laughs> Every day. Every yeah. day, but um what we like to do, we bring them on the journey. Like if it wasn't for them, honestly, like We've incorporated a lot of high fives and everything and people people don't get that in their life. So they're bringing it in here, they're getting connection with other people. And when someone new starts, generally like people go up to them and say hello. And it's so, it's such a, such a shame, but it's so uncommon in the world today for people just to come say hi and be friendly yeah. off the bat. So I, I dedicate our growth to definitely our members. Like we're doing a lot of hard work, don't get me wrong, but people wouldn't be staying if they didn't feel comfortable here. So... We're trying to teach people that it's okay to smile and be friendly to other people you only just met. Um, yeah. You're allowed to be awkward. It's meant to be hard. And just letting people realise that nothing's perfect and everything's progress. Yeah, I guess um, the biggest thing for us is when we're in the park and I remember, um, you know, I was just a couple of weeks in after finishing my qualification, took the session by myself and two people rocked up. And then um, one of our oldest, oldest members that's been with us pretty much since josh opened um in the park he's like i'm going home and i'm like what do you mean you're going home he's like this isn't team training there's two of us here i'm going home i'll be back later 
And Josh and I were just like, oh, my God, something's got to change. This, this isn't right. And he actually gave us the feedback of changing our timetable. So we did. And then it just allowed so much more members to come in and help a lot more people. And, you know, we rely on our members and the oldest ones to tell us, okay, you've seen how, where we've come from, how can we fix things and what can we do better? So they just play a massive part in our growth. I think our, our angle is social fitness. You don't, you don't, you just, if you're turning up, you're not sitting at home, you're not eating bad food, you're not sitting in front of the TV being mindless, yeah. you're coming here being mindful and interacting, your health is going to significantly improve. 100%. Sure. Um, so there's, a, there's another question I want, to, I want to go through, but let's just, um, you touched on some points before about mindset, having a bigger message and a bigger impact. And mindset's a word that gets thrown around heaps these days. So I'd be keen to hear both of your insights on, on what that means to you and how you apply it in your everyday up there. Yeah, sure. So um, mindset for me, it definitely started off as a fixed one, as per usual, thinking like you're stuck in however it was and then you start reading it to old books and talking about the growth mindset. So learning that everything's basically a skill and almost everything can be learned in life kind of really shifted the way I looked at the world. So the way I like to teach it is understand that nothing is fixed and that anything in your life can change. And it's mm. just the way you're, that you're looking at it. So that's the way I perceive it. It's the way you look at the world and your ability to handle change and make change and things like that. Yeah, definitely. I, I guess Josh and I are obviously on the same page, but we think fit, you know, the think comes before the fit for a reason. And it's definitely all a mindset game. With our guys, we really, really focus on habit training and, you know, they can come down here. We don't smash them for their 45-minute session. If they're tired, we'll pair it back and we start making them do meditation. The world is so stressful these days that people just don't know how to control themselves and they refer to food and they just sit on the lounge and be mindless. So I guess mindset is just basically what we base everything on. Bringing awareness. Bringing awareness to everything they do and knowing that they do have a choice and everything. It's just breaking things down and creating habits. So good. Um, what was the book you posted recently, Josh, on the stories that you're reading or you've just finished reading? Finished reading Atomic Habits. So yeah. Those principles I learned in the Precision Nutrition course as well. Mm. So simple, like... You basically it's... highlighted the whole book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so damn it, so many notes. But yeah, and all he did really was bring awareness to everything that you kind of already know, but you just don't put into practice. So if we can keep highlighting people's little mistakes that aren't going to turn them off, you know, they, they put these mountains in front of them, but if they just took the steps daily, they're going to they're gonna conquer them out, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's such a good message to convey. And I think that also leads in quite nicely to uh, what I like to ask uh, guests I have on the show is... Um, I mean, these might be the same because you guys are very, very aligned, but what do you think are the top three challenges in the fitness industry today? I think perception. When we do some workouts, just about all of it's team-based, and when they come from some other clubs or whatever else, they think they have to do something nonstop the whole time and they need to kill themselves. Hmm. Uh, you know, just pairing it back and teaching them that it's not what necessarily you're doing here. It's, it's the life things. That's one of the perceptions. So another one... Is treating things holistically rather than mm, just like symptomatic. Yeah. So people come in, I got bad knees, I can't do nothing. It's like, well, maybe you got bad knees because you're not taking care of your muscles, which is, yeah, you know, like again, bringing awareness to things that isn't advertised because it's not sexy. Mm. I think 
that's that's the hardest part about the fitness industry. And social media. <laughs> that's a massive one, like with the expectations, especially um, oh, women and men. I actually had a phone call yesterday with um, a lady who was saying, I said, what are, you, what are you looking to achieve? And she said, I look like an Instagram model. Um, Whoa. Wow. <laughs> If you look at our values and how we operate, obviously we're not the club for that. So yes. the expectations of social media have put a lot of pressure on young women and men as well to look a certain way. So I definitely think that's a challenge to try um, teach people that, you know, it's a way of life. It's, it's not just come in for 28 days, get an amazing shredding body and just post some photos. It's about lifetime and lifestyle. Um, to keep you in good health. So I think that's a challenge. So on point, so on point. Um, how do you guys overcome that, like, um, at, at ThinkFit? So, if you have, I mean, you can't have a larger impact. What do you, um, I mean, yeah, you've got that, that specific example you just used, Elise, but, I mean, I guess for for people you're training as well and, and, and the community you have up there, you know, like they're bombarded by that all the, all the time. Um I might be hinting at some of the workshop stuff I've seen that you guys do, but like, yeah, how do you, how do you guys overcome that? And I guess what's a, what's something you would say to, to someone listening to this being like, Oh, damn it. Maybe I don't want to look like an Instagram model. Well, they might, but how would you, how would you get them training? I think once, yeah. once you find the right education, that's really the engine behind everything we've done. We've, we've found the right locations to look for information, yeah. personal journeys as well. Like my own for, eight out of the 10 years, the last 10 years was like trying to train like a bodybuilder, eat like a bodybuilder. And then when I finally shifted it to be healthy, I actually looked healthy. So I share my story in hopes to show people it is, it is possible. Obviously I tell them though, I have a lot more muscle now. I can get away with things. I just let them know it's, it is different for everyone. The workshops we do. Yeah. They're super interesting, hundred percent educating. So a class does miss out on Thursday night, but I feel educating them and empowering them to make better decisions has had a tenfold effect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've um, done like nutrition workshops and we've got a stress management workshop. And we went to a school the other day and um, teachers were beyond stressed and kind of freaked out seeing two personal trainers walked in. But by the end, they're like, oh, wow, these are actually people and, you know, you face things like we do as well. So I don't think we managed running other than we will not be running today, please. We had to introduce ourselves saying it will not start with burpees, we promise. Because um, <laughs> it is quite intimidating. And um, I guess that's where we kind of educate. That, that's all it comes down to, education with our guides and spending the time with them to go, why is that your goal? And keep digging deeper. And we really try to not focus on numbers too much we do like feeling surveys and stuff and going okay how are you feeling you know by the end of a couple of weeks I'll be like oh I slept an extra hour and we're like that's a huge win and we just really harp on about you know wellness and um their health yeah I mean I love it I haven't even seen ThinkFit but I'm like I want to be there <laughs> so I mean I guess that kind of uh Elise, you just touched on on wellness so why is movement and wellness uh important to you um What's your why, your personal why? My personal why? I guess you can think about being a, a day where you're sick and you just lay on the lounge and you're just kind of not moving, you're just feeling crap and, you know, you kind of just, you don't feel good, you don't feel energised, you don't feel confident. Um, opposed to the days when you're moving around, you're eating well, you feel well. Um, I'm a big believer in 
inside out health. So what you pop in shows on the outside. So for me, I'm a very high energy person. <laughs> so yeah. um, I just I thrive off the healthy living and moving your body because um, I've had a lot of injuries over years and whatnot. Yeah, it's just it's just become a part of me. It's it's, it's my nature now to make sure that I'm moving and educating people to work from inside out. So yeah. Love it. Happy and confidence, especially in women. Like a lady said to me the other night, my husband called me sexy. And I was like, that's good. Like yeah. <laughs> she she just felt amazing. And then, you know, that just fuels me to make me want to make more of an impact. So good. So good. And Josh, movement and wellness. Why is why is that important to you? We just we touched briefly just on like your own sort of bodybuilding career uh to more optimal health. I just wanted to look good. <laughs> yeah. you know, like for years, I was like, no, I, I don't care. Like go out on the weekends, uh, eat whatever all the time and just be like, no, I just want to look good. Uh, I didn't really care too much about the health side, but it all changed once I did care about the health side, the wellness side. I think that article you shared the other day was absolutely amazing. Yeah, so good. Just hit every nail on the head and it kind of leads to where I'd love to see things fit in the future. Like, Fitness and wellness is your absolute base. Once you can master that, you can master almost anything in life. Uh, the challenges, the learning to deal with stress, it flows so easily from your health. Mm. It just makes sense. Like if you want to optimize your life, I don't know why people don't want to. I think in Australia there's a problem where people are all right with just okay. But you really could live this amazing life and yet mm. people are just some people that are trying it. So I think if people just took their fitness on board, had a bloody crack, and the world would be a better place. Amen, man. Amen. And so that's that's a positive thing. I'd like to touch touch now too on. So, what would you say has been your like a biggest fear or obstacle in your life, and what have you done to overcome it? So, fitness and wellness is is your base, and that helps you get through everything in life or stuff that life throws at you. Let's do. Let's get a little bit personal here. I'll take one from each of you. Probably confidence. When I was a kid pretty chubby kid growing up not not crazy fat or anything but just yeah pretty chubby not much confidence didn't really talk to girls had a lot of friends um so i think that's usually the way that guys end up in fitness isn't it they just want to look better so they can pick up yeah look good naked look good naked but yeah just that that general confidence you get from it like proving yourself every day like you turn it up to the gym you're doing this looking better uh and i totally believe that self-confidence is linked with self-image so yeah, imagine. I'm not, I'm still not amazingly confident. Like I'm happy to talk up in a room, but I wouldn't go. I don't know. I just you wouldn't you wouldn't say super confident. So I think it just gives you that just enough to get through life and enjoy and maybe push the boundaries a little bit. I love that the my base question there was like, hey, what's the biggest fear in obstacle that you've encountered so far in life, and how have you overcome it? And you just opened up this amazing facility in Sydney. And you're like, yeah, but I can handle that now. I've got fitness as my base. I mean, there's so many having yeah, having opened the gym, having opened the gym about three years ago. There's so many stuff that business throws at you. But I I love that that was your that was, you're like, oh, my confidence is better. That's so good. Personal. Um, it's just like you know, you you create your own demons. I heard this perfect saying once, and it was like, no matter the problems you have in your world, more, like ninety percent of the times. You're going to be in your own bed at night. You know? mm. Unless you've leveraged yourself that bad that it's not yeah. going to be the case. Um, 
but in saying that too, I've, I've grown up, I've been really nice to everyone. I'm pretty sure that if I ever was struggling or if I ever had problems, I could re- lean on someone because I've just made sure I've been the best person I could to every single person in my life. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, so at least obstacle or hurdle in your life or, or biggest fear and how have you overcome them? My biggest thing, and it's a little bit funny, it's a bit uh, contradicts our message, but sometimes my biggest thing is comparing myself um, and to Josh. You know, he's my oldest brother. Look up look up to him. I've learned everything I know through him. So when people come up to me and ask me a question, you know, I freak out. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't have the answer there and then. So I fear that they're not going to trust me or understand that I'm not at that pace Josh is at just yet. So, um, you know, I've massively had a massive growth I think um with the last couple of months where I'm like you know what I don't actually have to answer your question now you can I'll come back to you with the correct answer and then I'll build your trust from there so um I, yeah I guess that was one of the biggest hurdles I was just always like oh my god I don't have an answer I, I'm not good enough for this um but the thing I learned was go away think about it go back and then give me the answer yeah I guess because everyone just looked at Josh and said oh my god he's you know been in the game for so long and I was like I've got to get there I've got to get there but I offer something different obviously and it's something that I've had to um accept and you know I I use my strengths to my advantage and he does his so um people come to us for different reasons and that's why we do work so well so I guess that was something that I really had to um, work on and still do um I'm obviously Josh has got years on me in age, so I don't have that experience. So I'll always be a little bit behind in terms of that. That's a given, but um, it's just me diving in and educating myself as much as possible. So good. So good. You guys are great, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm legit. I'm like, I'm dying to come up and see. I think, Josh, you're like, uh, you asked me a question about like maybe game changers when I was coming up. And I was like, maybe I should just come up to Sydney just to like hang out at ThinkFit for a weekend. Yeah, sure. um, uh, that'd be really yeah i'll try to find a free weekend to, to get up there um hopefully what we i'm going to be a yoga retreat so cool cool yeah, i'll keep you posted yeah we come wave and said to elise yesterday i had a laugh i was like we should just go on the block we built a gym <laughs> <laughs> what else can we do <laughs> So, well, yeah, you know, like once you knock down some of the, I think you're right though, Josh, like once you knock down some of those mental barriers or obstacles, it's like, cool, what else is there? Sure, with your running and your, obs- your literal obstacles, which, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, 100%. Thank you. What did I forget? Uh, instead of why me, say try me. And I think that's what we kind of done. That's so good. So you guys have ThinkFit going on up there at the moment. We have some people who listen to this podcast. What's an action that a person listening today could do after getting off this podcast or listening to this podcast uh, to help them have a better day? One. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, move. 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 (laughs) Wait, hang on though, because you're my first first ever guest to double interview. Uh, I'll take one from each of you. Can't be the same one. Yeah. Can, I, can I go for a trifecta? Yeah, yeah. What's we'll the trifecta? I'd say sleep your seven to eight hours, drink your two liters of water, and eat your fruit and vegetables. They've got a lot of actions to go. <laughs> I guess it's kind of like out um, and then to add on to that is move. Even if it's twenty minutes a day, move. Get up outside, move. 
Um, you know, people always say, I'm too busy. We love that word. Not <laughs> um, There's always five minutes in your day where you can give yourself some time. Even if you're sitting in front of the telly, just move, move those joints. You know, most of us spend our life sitting down in front of a computer, then driving to the workplace. You know, just move is what I say. <laughs> yeah, love it. So we've got fruit and veg, sleep, water, and move. Yes. That's four. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. Pick one, go with it. 100%. One, yeah, you don't even have to do all four. Like, yeah. Stuff. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, just when people come in, they're like, oh, I've got a headache. It's like, okay, well, do you move? Do you drink water? Yeah, mm. you mentioned I've tried it. <laughs> Basics are there for a reason, right? And they, they work for a reason too. Uh, and the same thing. It's not sexy, so it doesn't sell. You know, mm. we, we tell people we'll give them a meal plan, and we do, but we say we don't want you to have it. We just want you to eat your veggies on top of whatever you eat. Yeah, yeah. don't overcomplicate it. So true, so true. Um, okay, so apart from uh, going on the next season of The Block, what's on the horizon for you guys? Sorry, you've also got, got a retreat and stuff in, in the works. What's happening Think fit in the next in the next six, 12 months? I guess we're really focusing big on the social side of things where uh, with these workshops, we're potentially looking at a retreat next year as well as a social event. So we've done City to Surf, Tough Mudder. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is for us in the next 12 months is social and just keep building on it. Yeah, business-wise, I'd love to be full-time working in Think fit, which I'm pretty sure should happen. We'd love some um, more team members so we can coach and educate them so they can have a bigger impact for us uh that way we can work on other things like the seminars for teachers and creating um even online nutrition like more wellness health programs i guess rather than focusing on fitness just yeah. becoming healthy so educating people uh and increasing our reach within the community that leads in quite well to my um kind of where how we how we finish things up. So where can we find out more about you? Where's ThinkFit HQ? Yep. So ThinkFit HQ is located in Mitchmanbury. It's about uh, halfway to the mountains if you're coming from the city, uh, kind of near Blacktown. And yeah. uh, you can find us on ThinkFit Co uh, on Facebook um, as well as Instagram. So get on there, give us a like, follow our content because hopefully you get something out of it as well. And keep a lookout. We'll be bringing up a free page soon to just offer some free guidance to people and hopefully they can get something out of it because we're just pretty happy as long as we get to help people. Love it. Um, and maybe a little bit of a spoiler, what's the go with the Think Fit retreat? Are you going to keep it local up in New South Wales? Are you going to take it further afield? I'm going to Bali in December for New Year's, so I'm going to go check out some places. So we might be copying you, actually. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Think Fit Global. I joke about but maybe it will be true. <laughs> Awesome. Hey, never say never, right? No, what is it? What did you, what did you say, Lise? Why me, try me? Why me, try me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you in Bali then. <laughs> so good. Um, so, guys, just at, the, just at the end, anything else you guys would, would like to add that we, we might not have touched on or anything you'd like to follow up? I just want to say thank you for the opportunity, I guess. It's, yeah. It is nice to really get a chance to reflect on what you can do. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm very blessed to have a sister that, has come along for the ride and so all the people I guess that just, it's, it's great yeah no a, a massive thank you to you for this, this opportunity but like I said you've obviously inspired us to kind of go outside of our box and think a little bit different in terms of how we build facility and and kind of inspiring us you know it's nice to be on the same page as people it's a reassurance that the fitness industry has been completely broken in terms of what is an expectation so yeah, and I guess back at Josh, thank you to him for obviously giving this opportunity. It 
you know, I feel so much more purpose. That it's, it's awesome and it's been a great journey so far. Watch this space, I guess. <laughs> I just add that to anyone, just dive into things you like, try them out, really get into them. And if you like them more, it becomes a passion, follow your passion. Don't listen to other people. The amount of people that would have told me that you'd be stupid for, I used to give up a lot of overtime, I still do at work. I probably lost about 40 grand. Um, but what I've turned around and the potential for this. So look a bit long distance rather than always short distance. Yeah. Great advice. Really great advice to finish on. Thanks so much for, for coming on the, the Fit Project podcast, guys. I really, I really appreciate it. And you guys are freaking awesome. Like, yeah, following following your journey the last 12 months or 18 months from when I when I first met you guys to now is really cool. And it's really cool to see what you guys are doing up in uh, up in Sydney. Thank you, Roy. Really appreciate it. And um, I think I'll see you there up in Sydney soon. Yeah, uh, December, yeah. if not earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We'll get your bed ready. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> cool, guys. Well, um, we'll leave it there. And again, yeah, thanks so much for, for coming on the show uh, today. Sounds awesome. Thanks, right, man, Have a good one. See ya. Thanks, guys. Bye.